0: Whenever people ask me about the growth trajectory, I I don't feel like I've come that far, but when I reflect back to the full three or four years, it's like, wow, we've actually done so much, but because it's been such a gradual progression of small steps along the way, it really adds up to such a momentous journey.
1: Welcome to the World podcast, where you will meet women who are transforming the world to be more equitable and sustainable. Your host for today's podcast is the founder of CEO, Vicki Saunders. Welcome to sheo.world. Welcome, Melanie. It's great to have you here today. Thanks,
0: Vicky. I'm really excited to be here. So, tell us, who are you, and uh, what is your company? Yeah, so my company is Backcountry Walk, and I am I define myself as a marine biologist um and so marine biologist turned food entrepreneur and now the founder of backcountry walk uh, so during my master's degree in environmental sciences i ate a lot of camping food just uh, spent a lot of time in the outdoors and just realized that the meals that were available you know were packaged in lots of uh, plastic and aluminum packaging so lots of single use uh, but on top of that there were lots of preservatives and you see lots of salts and unknown ingredients in the meals And what really got me was also the the types of flavors that were available. It's always lots of pasta and chili, which is all great. But, you know, when you're eating days and days on end, you want to see a little bit more variety. So I I eat a lot of Asian food at home. And so I wanted to see a bit more diversity in the camping meal.
1: I don't know. This is like such a fascinating thing. But you're one of the other ventures. uh, It was a marine biologist as well. Do you know that?
0: Yes. Is it Rianne?
1: Brianne, yeah. yes. So I'm like, what is it about this like perfect training ground for coming up with really cool products? <laughs> That's great.
0: Yep. Brianne's a friend of mine from uh, Vancouver. Yeah. Yes. Very cool.
1: <laughs> so you shared a little bit about the background, but like, how did you actually get started? What was the thing that kind of got you into doing this? And, you know, did you always want to be an entrepreneur?
0: No, I definitely did not want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> Um, my whole plan was I wanted to be a marine biologist was do my master's at the time and I wanted to do my PhD in marine biology as well Um, and then how we got started was it was it was a camping trip me and my friends went on actually May long weekend so it's now I think this is our fourth year anniversary Uh, and so on this trip um, after the trip was over, we decided that we wanted to create these foods for ourselves for our future trips, and so we just started dehydrating. We have a, a little home dehydrator; it has like nine racks on it. And so one day after I finished cooking my dinner, I just put the rest of it onto the dehydrator, and that that was our first uh, backcountry walk meal. And then from there, it just came to sharing it with friends uh, that we were on camping trips with, and then people that we met on the trails, and then it sort of expanded from there. So very organic in the way it started.
1: And then, how did you? I mean, tell us like about the state that your business is in now, and give us a little bit of a tour on how you got from camping trip to where you are now.
0: Yes. Uh, so over the last three years, definitely been a roller coaster of ups and downs, as I'm sure all entrepreneur stories are. And I, and um, some of the highlights, um, you know, is having our own facility over the last couple of years, and then expanding it into right now. We have a co, uh, two different co-manufacturers that. Um, have our products. So being able to scale that has definitely been a journey of like working at first, like from my own home kitchen, when we were testing recipes. And then at one point in time, you mentioned Brianne, uh, that was when she already had Nada open. And so we were talking to her about renting space from her when we were in Vancouver, uh, all the way to working in a shared kitchen commissary by hour, and then um, a shared space with one other business. And then it's just been a very gradual progression. And I think that has largely been the story of my business. Whenever I people ask me about the growth trajectory, I I always I don't feel like I've come that far. But when I reflect back to like the full three or four years, it's like wow, we've ever actually done so much. But because it's been such a gradual progression of small steps along the way, that uh, it really adds up to such a momentous journey over time. It's one of my favorite things about a lot of
1: uh, entrepreneurs in the CEO community, and I think about this a lot with my own journey too. Like. Most of us were just like, what's the next step? What's the next step? We never started out and went, how's all of this going to scale? How's it all going to go? Just put your head down, start moving, and then doors open. Things reveal themselves. People show up uh, to help you along the way. Um, And with the co-manufacturing stuff you're doing now, like where are you selling into? Who is your customer?
0: Our business is majority e-commerce and direct to consumers. So uh, on our website, uh, backcountrywalk.com is where I make majority of my sales. We do sell into uh, outdoor retailers and independent health food stores across Canada. Um, So here in Toronto, like Unbox Market um, and in Ottawa, like Trailhead Pedal Shack and zero waste grocery stores as well. Um, We are expanding into the US next month. uh, So that's really exciting for us and trying to hit more retailers uh, south of the border. And so are you mostly, like, are you trying to do B2B versus B2C or both? Definitely D2C. That's, I think, our strength. And I think it really helps because you can kind of leverage the data to just put the product out there, see where the customers are based, and then really leverage that to target outdoor stores in the areas that people are purchasing a lot of our meals from. And so in the U.S., do you have
1: uh, distributors set
0: up yet? No, no distributors yet. So open to you know anyone I'm ready for it okay so that'll, that'll be an ask of our uh people that are listening yeah <laughs> who are based in the
1: U.S. for looking for distributors that's amazing and are, are you working with MEC in Canada
0: are you inside MEC No, not yet no I'm not an MEC I have been stalking them the last three years uh I'm, I'm very close though I have managed to locate the buyer I got his home address I've sent him products so now I'm just very short of just showing up at his doorstep but yeah. I'm working on it Maybe well that okay. into the podcast <laughs>
1: there you go okay and, and I mean it, well that's a hard it's hard right now right because people aren't actually in the office so it's like how do you yeah. people okay cool we can help with that so I think that part's important um is it mostly like outdoor enthusiasts like campers kind of who are grabbing this or is are you noticing like any trends and who shows up as your customers
0: Yes. During the summertime, a lot of outdoor enthusiasts, obviously with the the nice weather, people wanting to go outside. Uh, But before COVID, we also saw a lot of people who purchased it for a quick meal in the office, uh, at home, for traveling on the roads. Um, Used to do pre-COVID times a uh, huge show here in Toronto, the one-of-a-kind show. And it was such a great way uh, to test out the product, be able to like talk to hundreds of customers over the course of a weekend and then people really tell you like how they use their product so that feedback was really helpful um, and it, actually jesse to uh, <laughs> volunteer at my booth so <laughs> yeah she
1: was like i'm so excited about this food that's really great and how do you decide on do you work with nutritionists or like how do you decide on recipes uh, and how do you do the sort of innovation around your product
0: Uh, So, I have a a dietitian that we work with. She's a sports dietitian. Um, And so, when we go through the products, it's so much about balancing the taste of it with the uh, nutritional value. So, I usually create the recipes like this is how, uh, in my vision of how the taste works, like this is how I envision it to be. And then I'll send her the recipe and she'll like then tweak it like, oh, have you considered maybe using? this type of ingredient instead, it might still give you the same types of flavor, but really boost your calories. So really it's like a very iterative uh, back and forth process.
1: Cool, so tell people what the flavors are right now that you've got, and then what's coming.
0: So I have three flavors. Uh, We have the bibimbap, which is the very first meal that I created um, with my home dehydrator. It's still my favorite. Uh, It is a little bit on the spicier side. So for people who like a punch of flavor, that's the one I highly recommend. And the Thai green curry, it's uh, mild to medium. It's actually the most popular recipe. So um, that's uh, also a good one to try. And then the original fried rice, um, they, it has much milder flavors, recommended for lots of kids. They love it when they go camping. Uh, soy puffs in there. Um, and they're all vegan plant-based recipes.
1: Awesome. And what's next?
0: So many things. <laughs> good, tell us all the things. So we have a few new recipes in the works. Um, I think uh, in the next few months I'm hoping to launch another three SKUs which we're uh, developing right now a, a rebrand is in the works as well we've um, it's been in the works for a, a couple months now and so uh, launching the new packaging with uh, three new flavors so one of them is going to be a tom yum the other one is going to be a miso flavored and the third one we're still working on so really excited about that
1: I cannot wait. That's really amazing. Uh, So what do you most need right now? How can we help you as a community?
0: So right now, uh, lots of changes, especially with moving towards uh, the co-manufacturing. And so I have a lot of staffing changes right now. Uh, In the past year, a lot of my staff have been on the production end, and now I'm looking to really boost up my sales capacity to support the increased um, volume that we'll be able to produce through uh, co-manufacturing. So I'm actually hiring for a sales and business development uh, person right now. Job posting is on our website and our social media. So if you know anyone who's interested, I uh, would love uh, any feedback on that as well. We're expanding into the U.S. So any connections to retailers, distributors, brokers in the U.S., I would also love love that.
1: Awesome. Well, we will get right on it. And thank you very much for all you're doing. We're really excited about your business and how we can help you grow. So thanks for joining us today.
0: Thanks, Vicky. Thank you for listening
1: to the shio.world podcast, like comment, subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. We invite you to join a global community of radically generous women at sheo.world.